is Ashley. And this is Kimber. And thank you for joining us on our podcast, Failing Forward, Lessons Learned from Two Dumb Girls. And why you're hearing from us is because we are two dumb girls. (laughs) So follow us on our many adventures in our professional life. Also some misadventures in there. We um, co-founded and work at a nonprofit. So we'll talk to you about how we built it what we've done since then and what we're looking at moving forward and all the mistakes we are making on the way as well as our personal lives we can't forget about that so marriage love parenting you'll get an insight of all of those things and all the lessons learned from these two dumb girls enjoy the podcast hello welcome to our second podcast. Yeah. If you want to check out a little bit of an intro about why we had the wild hair to do such a thing, you can check out our first episode. Um, but today we're going to get into it. Mm-hmm. So I think we decided that we're going to start out um, kind of talking about how we lost our fear of failure. Yes. Which, okay, but I want to point out as we're talking about this. Even though we say we've lost our fear, I also want to point out sometimes it shows back up. Yes. Because it's fear. 100%. So I feel like 95% of the time I wake up every day and I'm like, what am I going to screw up today? Let's do this. But every so often I wake up and I'm like, I just can't. So... But when you say, but when you say, even when that failure, that fear of failure creeps in because of the things we've experienced... um, we at least have the confidence that we know even if we fail, we'll eventually figure out how to succeed. Yes, but I know for me, like, and you know, I feel we do this. We did this earlier this week. That's actually, I think, part of how we end up deciding we were podcasting because I think I was sitting, I was sitting in the cop cave and I was like, I'm over it. I'm sick and tired of people thinking all these things. You know, what I mean? so we typically talk through it because one of us usually hits that wall and then the other one has to be like, so let's rally. So together, we always talk it through, it seems like, but then sometimes when I wake up in the morning and I'm like, I can't, today's not that day. I just can't get up and suck one more day in a row. And I have found that I usually have to actually talk myself through it. Like the, okay, Kimber, you're, you're right. You're probably going to screw up and it's going to be embarrassing. Everybody's going to think you're an idiot as usual. What are you going to do? And I have to like visualize failing. And then be like, am I still alive at the end of it? And I so far have always been alive at the end of failing. So then I'm like, okay, so far. Yeah. There's always tomorrow. Thus far, I have survived every failure. So I'm always like, so you'll still be standing. So go suck and report back. And it's worked. So that's, I just, I, it's, I'm not afraid almost all the time. But sometimes I'm like, I just can't. So for you, Kimber, what was the moment that you realized you were less afraid of failing? It wasn't as paralyzing to fail as it had been maybe in the past. Mm, okay. Um, so I'm going to speak to personal life Okay. only. Because the professional, I feel like we had that moment together. And I don't know if we're going to talk about that today. But as a human, for me, it's when I went back to college. Cause you, you remember how scared I was to do it. Like, and I feel like I was really encouraged not to by a lot of people. And so there was that piece. I felt a lot of peer pressure to not go back to school. And then I went to, Hey, remember when you went to school as a, like 
18, 19, 20 year old. Remember how bad that was? I mean, I was like a super, super, super senior because I literally could not do college without getting in my own way. I look back at how many, I can't even tell you how many classes I would have an A in and then it would be finals week and I just wouldn't go to the final because why not self-sabotage? Mm. And then I'd be like, oh, and I just failed. Like, cause you, fun fact, if you don't go to the final in college, they typically fail you. <laughs> That's a straightforward F. I was stunned <laughs> to find that out at least six or seven times. I was like, screw it, whatever. I mean, that was, that was me during that time frame of my life. I feel like I was very self-destructive. Um, so a big fear of going back to college was you're going to, you're going to do it again you are going to self-destruct once again. So again, it was one of those, I had to kind of walk through it and say, well, am I still the person I was when I was 20? No. Have I actually managed to get past that particular little special quirk of mine? (laughs) Mostly. I think we all sometimes default to something stupid, but for me, it was taking one class and being so terrified through the entire class and then getting at the end of it and getting an A and going, okay. And, and my confidence in myself and my ability to do the thing grew with each class, you know? And then by the time I finished my associate's degree, my bachelor's degree, and then by my master's, I was like, yeah, I can totally do that. Like I wasn't afraid anymore because I was like, the worst thing that can happen is I'll fail a class. Guess what? You have to take it twice. So I don't want to, cause that costs money. <laughs> And I am cheap, (laughs) but I wasn't afraid of being embarrassed anymore. Cause I think for me, it's usually embarrassment. Mm. I'm not scared of failing. I'm scared of everybody Mm. being like, why are you so incompetent? It all comes. I think it all comes to competency for me. Yeah. No, that tracks with who you are. Yeah. Cause (laughs) one of the fun fact, one of the first things I learned six years ago when Kimber and I became friends was that. Like you don't call her out in front of people. No. That is a no-go for her. No. <laughs> that is not end well for you. Don't no. do that. Oh, it doesn't end well for me. It doesn't end well for anyone. No, because I think I have I have I totally power down. Mm-hmm. I have a total come apart and I cannot rally. But if you pull me aside and you're like, hey, we gotta talk, I can handle that all day long. But yeah, yeah public call outs for me. Yeah, not a thing. No. No. I mean I don't I don't know anyone that loves them. No, but I think but I extra... you particularly <laughs> hate them yeah and i don't do it to others very often no 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 you don't like because i hate it unless it's like we have to throw hands and then i'm like all right let's fight yeah but so but how about you buddy (laughs) what was your moment well i think i think it's interesting because listening to you talk like i think i was kind of the opposite like i was i was a very confident child and a very confident person and maybe overly confident and i think for me Um, I was a little bit shocked when in my adulthood, I had things happen in my personal and professional life that really like rocked my world and my sense Mm -hmm. of safety and my sense of confidence. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I, different things happened that kind of made me question who I was, which was a new experience for me to be having as a 30 something year old person, because like I said, I'd always been pretty confident in who I was, Mm -hmm. but then I started to question am I a failure? Did these relationships both professionally and personally fail because of me? And I'd never really looked at myself in that way before, which I, which I want to say, isn't a, it's never bad to look at yourself 
and take some accountability for any part you might have played in anything. I'm a big proponent of that. Right. Um, but I just had not experienced losses like I had experienced mm-hmm. in both. And and fun fact, professionally and personally, all within like the same oh, yeah. couple of years. No, it did. It did. Well, okay. I want to throw something there that you just said, though, that I think is interesting because you said, you know, is it me? And I want to, sh- like, I'm sure you're going to be like, well, duck kimber, but um, shifting that in there, when we ask that question, I sometimes wonder, should we be saying, is it me or did I make a choice that might have, mm. you know, because yes, I mean? yes. when, when you say that's it's better verbiage. Yeah. Because yeah. if it's me, I think that's when we lose our confidence, get mm-hmm. afraid because it's a shame based thing as opposed to did I do a dumb, did, did I do a dumb thing? Yeah. And we landed here because guess what? You can be a great person, an awesome person and have done something yeah. that caused an issue. So just a thought there, but also circling back to that, because I happened to be present during that part of your life. It wasn't you. <laughs> just saying, wasn't you. It wasn't me. It was, it was Everyone needs you. a best friend like Kimber that can tell you it wasn't you. <laughs> wasn't you. Wasn't you. Um, but I think, but I think going down into that, that mm-hmm. depth, like that, I mean, I would, I not to be overly dramatic. I'm really not no, but into those it, dark moments. Like I've also learned like that I can rise above it, that mm-hmm. I can do, like, I'm really not, I don't love, I don't, I'm not asking universe. I just want to put this out there. Universe. I'm not asking for hard things right now. <laughs> yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> but I, no. I know I can do the hard things. Yes. And I know that in my darkest moments, I, I can still come out on the other side. Mm-hmm. And so even though a lot of the things that happened in my life, I would never wish on anyone. Mm-hmm. I do know that. And a lot of people from the outside looking in it, the things that happened in my life would say those were failures. Well, you know, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, yes, because that's a standard. Yeah. Um, <coughs> excuse me. That's a cultural standard that yeah. we hold. Something interesting. I just thought about looking at both of our, moments we just discussed. Um, so I know this about you. You are very internally driven and you have that inner, yes. com- like I'm intrinsic. Yes. Which mm-hmm. I think we both are quite a bit, but mm-hmm. what's interesting is what rocked you was external. Mm-hmm. And oh, that's really interesting. And actually when I look at mine, um, my, the fear came from the external and it had rocked me internally because if somebody asked me this, whether I was 15 years old, 20 years old, or 40 something years old, that's rude that we have to say we're that old. But um, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I'm 29. <laughs> yeah, it can be 29 forever. Yes, I respect you. Yeah. Age is nothing. It's not a number anymore. Um, but when I look at that at any age, if you had asked me if I was smart, I'd be like, yeah, I am smart as hell. One of the smartest people I know. And it's not because I'm cocky. It's because I know that about myself. But because of the external factors going on in my life and failures that people were looking at, it made me doubt myself. And looking at yours, again, I know you're very, you are just driven. That You're just you driven. You know who you are. You know what you're about. But the factors outside were more of what rocked you. And I, I don't know. I am not a mental health professional. I'm sure somebody can diagnose us with something. <laughs> yeah. But I well, think that's interesting. And I think in, like, I mean, it's about resiliency then, really. Yes. It's a, I mean, learning to not be afraid of failure is 
going through some of the worst failures of your life or what Mm -hmm. you perceive as a failure Mm -hmm. or other people perceive as a failure and then coming out the other side and being making progress and being healthier and better. Mm -hmm. And, and you, you don't know those things about yourself until you have those really hard, dark moments. Unfortunately, yes, it's a double-edged sword. Like no one wants those hard moments in life. No one wants those, but that's how you learn how to, continue forward and to fail forward mm-hmm. right like right. that's how you learn yeah well well and would you trade it no and I think and I think the biggest key for me what I learned too is like it's kind of what you're talking about I am the failure is not me it was a thing it was a thing yes the, the failure was not I'm not a failure human. this thing was a failure yes I'm not a failure yes the thing that you did may have failed in some way or maybe perceived as a failure in some yeah. way but I think that's another thing when I finally stopped looking at all, all of the things I failed at and look and tried to shift to more, what did I learn in the moment where it didn't go the way I expected it to? It's more opportunities for growth and opportunities for learning. We'll still call it a failure, but a failure isn't a bad thing. It's an opportunity to learn a new lesson or learn a lesson that keeps getting thrown at you. Yeah. Well, and I want to hit something else that you said that really hit me earlier is like this idea of confidence being a bad thing. Like mm-hmm. who in society decided that if you, like you said, well, I know I'm smart. I'm not trying to be cocky, right? but I know I'm smart. Right. Well, yeah. Like, why is that a bad thing for you to say? I know I'm smart. No, I, you know how I feel about that. Yeah. It's- so why? And I think that adds to that. Like mm-hmm. we feel like we have to downplay mm-hmm. any successes we do have. Because we don't want other people to feel bad. But honest, and I can honestly say this, when you succeed, I succeed. Yes. Like I, someone else's success doesn't take away from my success or means there's less success to be had. Right. Well, we, okay. So you have like culture in general and then you have women. Yes. And I'm going to just throw out here that sometimes what we talk about as culture for women isn't necessarily a culture that females have chosen. Yes. It just might be how it has always been. It might be a tradition. Right. That's all I'm going to say there. Not going to wave a feminist flag too high today. <laughs> but um, no, it is. It, it's a whole other side. And again, it's an external force because like you said, when I see somebody succeed around me, even if it's somebody I don't like that much, because um, I don't actually like everybody. <laughs> Shocker. I know. I'm sure you're stunned. <laughs> but um, I'm still happy they succeed. Yeah. Because the fact is I want people to succeed. That right. doesn't hurt me. It doesn't dim my light. It means there's more light in the world. Um, And I don't know when or how we got to a place where like when you were going through hard stuff, it felt like sometimes people around you were piling on the failure where if instead they'd been like, look at her finding her way, look at her figuring out who she is, look at her determining what's best in her life and the life of the people she loves, you know, and clapping for you doing very difficult things and going through some really intense growth. How different would that have been? Not just for you, but for them, you know, it's, it's really easy to watch somebody that, especially people we don't like and watch them do something and fall apart and be like, huh, sucks to suck. You know, I mean, it is. And I will freely admit I do that sometimes. And then I'm always like, Kimber, you're such a jerk. Cause we shouldn't do that. But, um, 
when we take a step back and watch somebody really struggling and go, look at them, not quit. That has got to be so difficult. And it's so impressive to watch somebody stand up every time they're knocked over. I, I don't always do that, but I know I do it a lot more than I used to. Mm -hmm. I think it's because I've been the one on the ground enough times now. And I've had the people standing around me going, look at her. She fell again, huh? And I can't actually tell you all the faces that were around me, but I do remember the one person who held their hand out and helped me get back up and said, yep, you did. You fell down. Let's do it again. You're okay. And I want to be more like that person for others because people have done that for me. You, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Same concept of you can't learn who you are or how to fail and then succeed or be resilient without having failure. Well, also when you fail, you learn the type of person you want to be for other people. Yes. Yes. And because you know what you wished you had in that moment, mm -hmm. or, you know, this person was my person and reached out, like you said, yes. or this person didn't. And I want to be more like this person. And you learn those lessons in those hard moments. Yes. Yes. So it's, it's interesting. And I think that makes me even less afraid of failure. Yeah. Because I, I already know the worst case scenario. Right. People will circle around you and be like, haha, you suck. Look at you falling apart. Yeah. So, so what? Because I don't see them on the ground. Yeah. I don't see them trying to do the difficult thing. I'm the one doing the thing. It's the man in the arena. I know. We always go to that. I have that up in my the, office. I love yeah, it. Yeah. The Theodore Roosevelt quote that, yeah. you know, Basically, you, if you're not the person in the arena fighting the good fight, then you can't be up in the bleachers with your opinions and, well, and thoughts about it. I mean, you can, but I mean, you can, but, but those people shouldn't right. matter. Well, and is that really a life well lived? I don't want right. to live and, my life in the bleachers. And I want to say, like you said, we've all been the people in the bleachers. Sometimes. Oh, all, and guess what? We will be again. Yeah. Because we'll forget who we yeah. are and we'll do it and then be like, awesome. And, and then guess what? You have to get off the bleachers and get yourself back in the arena. Yeah. That's. And I think being in the bleachers is a fear-based thing. Yes, 100%. But again... All of that is a fear-based... I mean, a lot right. of things are fear-based. Right. But, but How we treat yeah. other people or the the um, mentality of scarcity. Yes. Those are all fear-based. When we can't cheer for other people's successes. Because we, we think cheer it takes for, from us. Well, and we, but we can cheer for their failures. You right. Know? Which is... I mean, don't get me wrong. Sometimes the universe does put justice out that way, I guess. Sure, sure. But, and I think that's my struggle sometimes, by sometimes I mean every day, is I have to remind myself, it's not my job to be asking the universe to give justice to people. It's my job to worry about me. Yeah. And let everybody else worry about them and let the universe do what the universe does and hope it doesn't knock me down. <laughs> like we said, universe, we're not putting anything no, in, please don't. out there right now. Please don't. We're it's good. a Friday afternoon. We're good. It's Friday. Don't, don't do that to us. Give us <laughs> give us a break. So, No, I think that was a really good discussion on no, I, yeah. failure and not being – I mean, that went a lot of different directions. But hopefully you guys got something out of it. Yeah, and I think I – don't, I don't know that today's the day to touch on when we lost our professional fear. I think that's a different conversation, but – I also think you have to, I think the two are very different. Yeah. Your personal fear and your professional fear. I just think they look different. Yeah. So, yeah, but that was, that was exciting. So <laughs> thank you for coming to our, technically our second podcast, but really our first one with any 
real actual, actual substance. Yes. And if you have things that you think we should talk about, or you have questions that you want us to answer poorly, might I add poorly, mm -hmm. um, we have our Instagram yes. and our Facebook because we haven't made an email at this no. point. But our um, Facebook is Failing Forward Lessons Learned from Two Dumb Girls. And our Instagram is Two Dumb underscore Girls. Yes. So hit us up in those. Slide into our DMs. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay, Lizzo. Calm down. Listen. Um, and for the for whoever's listening, if you are my mom, I don't know how you learned how to use the internet this way. So please stop. Stop with that. And otherwise, you know, thanks for listening and yeah, and continue to fail forward. Yes. Amen.